Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, Mark Kelly backs new gun legislation in Congress, while a school district gears up to hand out trigger locks to parents. And an Arizona company may use 3D printing to make new bunkers in Ukraine. Arizona Senator Mark Kelly is calling his new gun legislation a common-sense solution to a nationwide gun violence epidemic. Kelly says his Gas-Operated Semi-Automatic Firearms Exclusion, or Go-Safe, Act would try to regulate the deadliest firearms with certain restrictions on ammunition capacity and gun modifications. You know, regulating these weapons and these magazines, it's just common sense and it's the thing that's going to help reduce these mass shootings. We know that. The data supports that. The law would target high-capacity magazines and conversion devices that allow semi-automatic guns to become fully automatic. Kelly's call to action comes just days after two shootings in Texas and Washington, but the total for this year at 38 mass shootings, breaking a previous record of 36. Pima County and Tucson's largest school district, Tucson Unified, are teaming up to distribute trigger locks to parents or guardians with firearms at home. Supporters see it as a way to cut down on accidental shootings. The county will buy the locks, and school officials will give them to adults who ask for them. TUSD Superintendent Gabriel Trujillo says parents who ask for a lock will also get a bit of safety training. Once parents do request the lock, we will be utilizing our school safety officers to interface with the inquiring parent to make sure that the parent understands how to operate the lock, safe usage of the lock, as well as other um, highly effective uh, firearm safety tips. The Board of Supervisors approved the plan unanimously despite some misgivings. Republican Steve Christie wondered if giving each school 10 trigger locks was enough. Some members of the public accused the county of using it as a way to track down who owns guns in the community. The senior vice president of the University of Arizona Global Campus is stepping down just six months after the UA acquired the online institution. We have more in this report from Paola Rodriguez. UAGC's senior vice president, Paul Pistoric, has left his post. His resignation comes six months after the online university's acquisition and one month after UA's announcement of financial fragility. When asked why Pistoric left, UA president Robert Robbins said, So it was a more long-term uh, issue around incorporation and collaboration between UAGC and our colleges and programs. University faculty long criticized the UAGC acquisition, with some calling it a diploma mill. A report from the Arizona Board of Regents pointed to the school's acquisition as one of the causes of the UA's financial crisis. The global campus added $265 million to the university's operating costs. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. U of A President Robert Robbins says there will be cuts to athletics staffing after faculty pressed him on whether the university has drafted a financial plan. In November, university officials told the Board of Regents they are running low on cash, partly due to more than $80 million in loans to athletics. Now Robbins is saying athletics is laying people off and fans may be the next ones to see the result. But if you have season tickets and basketball or football, it's going to cost you 25% more. 
And I don't think that's enough because if we look at our peers, uh, we're probably 30 years behind in increasing prices. Robbins and other senior leadership are expected to announce a plan to the Board of Regents by December 15th. So far, Robbins has promised there will be no cuts to retirement and no furloughs. The Colorado River's largest water user has agreed to conserve some of its supply in exchange for nearly $80 million from the federal government. The Imperial Irrigation District in Southern California is not conserving as much water as it initially proposed, but the district says it's still on track to meet its conservation goals across a four-year stretch. Water manager Tina Shields says Imperial is hoping to save more water next year, once there's more time for an environmental review. We were able to knock out an agreement for this year to do as much as we could under existing programs, but we couldn't implement any new programs. The saved water comes from efficiency upgrades on farms, like new sprinklers and pumps. Some analysts say the federal government may be waiting to see how much new water this winter brings before sending another big payment to Imperial. An Arizona company signed a letter of intent on Monday with the government of Ukraine to produce 3D-printed bunkers for Ukraine's war effort. Representatives from Ukraine, Phoenix-based Diamond Age, and the Arizona Defense and Industry Coalition met with Arizona House Speaker Ben Toma at the state capitol to talk about the deal. Diamond Age's automated concrete 3D printing process has largely been used in home construction so far, but CEO Jack Oslan says the technology is adaptable. He said the company can create bunkers for Ukraine, but that the technology could also be used in the future to rebuild communities there. The letter of intent comes after Ukraine signed a Memorandum of Understanding with the Arizona Defense and Industry Coalition in September that laid out a plan to establish relationships between Ukraine and more than 1,200 defense and non-defense industry companies in Arizona. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays has launched an investigation to identify lead-covered cables throughout the state. We get more in this story from Katya Mendoza. The Attorney General's office is concerned about the potential risk that lead cables pose to the environment, water supplies, and public health. May says her office has sent off the first tranche of letters to known telecommunications operators in Arizona. So what comes next is we will catalog uh, the lead cables that they identify for us. If they refuse to comply with the letter, we will uh, consider our options for getting that information. May says her office will also get letters out to legacy companies that operated in neighboring states where lead cables might cross state lines. Her office will then determine how to evaluate the toxicity of those cables by potentially hiring outside counsel or experts. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. Join us right here again tomorrow. Tomorrow.